Good morning. Welcome to church. We're live. And it's amazing. Uh, get your questions and comments ready. We're going to get to them. Today I'm going to try to, we'll start on time, right? And I'm going to end on time. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Somebody don't believe me. But, uh, so good morning, everybody. Good morning. How y'all? I have a question about something I've been hearing in the news. They were talking about passing a red flag law. You know what that about, right? Who have not heard about that? Oh, okay. Well, there was a shooting in um, Texas and then another one in Ohio. And now the, the, uh, the lawmakers want to pass something called a red flag law. And they want to flag you. If someone, um, what does it mean? Where is James? Ask James to come here. I'll let James explain it. What is the red flag law? The red flag law is when your friends or family or a doctor thinks that you are unfit to be having a gun because you may pose a danger <coughs> to yourself or others. Right. So then they tell a judge, and a judge tells the cops to take your guns away from you. So, so your wife could get mad at you because you were smiling when you woke up? <laughs> and she was all mad already about nothing? And you don't get mad, and she can call the cop. He's a dangerous to me. I feel threatened. He's smiling. And they can come and take you to jail. Isn't that amazing? And so, but I hear, and then they say, well, there's a lot of mental illness. But they never say what causes the mental illness. Does anyone know what causes so much mental illness? Okay, I saw here first. What think, causes so much mental illness? I think it's a lack of a father figure at home. Um, that's, that's what the mental illness is about? Well, a lot of these kids that, have, um, that do the shootings, they're, they're all drugged up on Xanax or whatever. They're oh, on. yeah. Um, there's just no father figure at home, so they're lost and they're misguided. A lot of them are angry. It's the usual things that happen all the time. Yeah. A lot of these kids are uh, growing up on drugs, medication to dumb them down, take away their energy and all that madness. No wonder you want to go kill somebody. (laughs) I would too. (laughs) That's amazing. Okay. Is that what you were going to say too? Uh, Hold on just a minute. Anger. I mean, but what do they say the cause is? Oh, uh, of mental illness. I never hear them say what's causing it. They just say... Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, In the 60s, there was a guy from Scotland, Ronnie Lang, R.D. Lang. He was quite famous kind of counterculture guy. Was he mentally ill? Uh, uh, Maybe a little bit. Uh, But he he also understood mental illness, uh, and he wrote a very good book about um, sort of schizophrenia and what's going on with people when they, what we say, go crazy. And he's saying, really, they're just sane people having a response to a crazy world, which is kind of what... Our guy saying, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, but he, he, he always implicated the family, uh, and, and he identified, he said, you know, it's the family environment that creates these people, uh, and that's been completely rejected because families don't like that, right? Right. Uh, they never talk about repairing the families not. at all. Just pass more laws, pass more laws. Nothing about the family. Right. And that's so amazing to me. Uh, okay. Were you going to say the same thing? Yeah, pretty much. Just hatred and anger. I feel like that's, you know, yeah. most of these mentally ill people. Is it they, mostly men who are mentally ill? 
Is it mostly men? Are they going after the men? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Because it seems to happen every time a shooting happens. At least when a white guy shoots. Yeah. But if the people of color should go out and do a mass shooting, nothing happens. Like when this last one, when they were, he was shooting at the police. Yeah, like, that's a mass shooting. Know, exactly. Six but, police officers were wounded, but they didn't call it a mass shooting. No, it doesn't fit their agenda, so they don't, you know, yeah. they're not going to push it. You know, if it was a white guy, they would have been all over it. You know? Amazing. That's right. It's crazy. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I was going to say that um, I think a few months ago I was thinking that I think mental illness can be attributed to listening to your thoughts. I feel like a lot of people, you know, it's easy to fall into like a, a train of thought of where, you know, you're getting, you know, these thoughts and right. like, to hurt yourself, to hurt yeah. others. And if you don't, if you're not careful, if you don't watch it, then you can go ahead and act on it and you go crazy. So I think, I mean, from experience, I mean, I feel like that's probably one of the reasons. Do you run into a lot of guys who are mentally ill? Guys? Because they listen to their thoughts? Um, I think it's equal. I see a Men lot of women. women yeah. yeah, a lot of women that have issues, too, because of listening to thoughts. And yeah, I see people listening to talk, thoughts, and they be talking to themselves. But maybe women don't act on it as much as men do. You know, men are probably more physical about it, right. but women are definitely, they they have issues. I think, too, because men are under attack, and so they're dealing with stuff in the home and yeah. outside the home. So I think that's part of it. Um, and another thing is, in California, I believe it's California, uh, they're trying to uh, encourage the teachers to take girls to have abortions from the classroom and don't tell the parents about it. So the ACLU was teaching the teacher how to do it, you know, how to take a girl to have an abortion without the consent of the parents. Isn't that amazing? And I bring all this up because that's how they control you. They demoralize you, and once you believe in that stuff, they got you. You believe anything. But because you can't control a people who are immoral people, they have to demoralize you. <coughs> And so that's why you have a lot of people smoking pot and sex before marriage and all kind of craziness, because once you believe in their way, they, they got you. They can get you to do anything. That's so amazing. Those are the two things I wanted to bring to you. Uh, I know you're here from Canada, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, hold on a minute. All right. Yeah, that's right. What's your name? Uh, my name is Daryl. How old are you, Daryl? I'm 28. I'm turning 28 this year. Wow, you look so young. <laughs> Thanks. Any questions for me? Thank you for coming. Uh, not yet. Uh, I'm excited to be here. It's my first time, and uh, I just can't wait to hear you preach and uh, hear uh, from everyone else. Amazing. Okay. If anything comes up, let me know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Any questions about anything? Yes. It's a fellowship, not teaching. We're fellowshipping together. Yes. I don't know if you heard, but the, on the abortion thing, uh, one of the big apps, Snapchat, um, I forget which, Teen Vogue it was, they were giving out instructions about that, telling young kids how to get abortions underage so that they're reaching out to social media to get to your kids. And yeah. If Just think about, about that. What is the reason for that, right? It's to control them. Once they do that stuff, they got them. And it's, they can do it now because the men are not involved. 
they're not involved. They're having an abortion rally up north somewhere, and they're trying to get men back involved in the abortion issue so that they can stop it. And so I'm glad to hear that's happening. Yeah, no, it's, it's really evil out there right now. Real bad. So, any other questions about anything? Yes, sir. Come on, Jesse. Hey. Um, so, you, you said that you haven't sinned. I haven't what? You have not sinned. Since I've been born again? Yeah. Right. So, you're saying you're perfect? Yes. Okay. So, that's all. That's uh, so technically you're calling God a liar. And, and how is he a liar? No, yeah, you're you're calling, you say I'm calling God a liar. Yes. What do you mean? So in the in the in the, in the Gospels, it says that if we say that we have not sinned. Did I say I have not sinned? You said since you've been born again, you're right. But did that, I say I have not sinned up until that point? Have you sinned since? I had to repent from something. What do you think I repented have, from? Have you sinned since? Since being born again? Yeah. No, you cannot sin once you're born again. Yes, you can. Why do you say that? Again. You sin? Huh? Yes, but then you Are repent. Are you a Christian? Yes, but then Are you, you repent. Are you sinning? I mean, I don't sin, you know, the same sin every day, but. You do new sins? I try not to. You, what do you but mean you, you, you don't sin, sin the again, same? I'm out that you what do you sin. mean you don't sin the same sin every day? So, for example, if I get drunk, right? Drunkenness is a sin. And why do you say that? Because it says so. It says in the Bible that drunkenness is a sin? Yes. Where? So you have in the book of Isaiah all over the Old Testament. In Isaiah, it says drunkenness is a sin. Well, we shouldn't get drunk. We shouldn't have the wine of no, violence. No, no, but does it say it's a sin? Yes. Okay, find that for me, and we'll come back to you. I want you to read it out I when know. it says drunkenness is a sin. Jesse. All right? No, but no I, I don't want, we, I don't, I'm not going to be no, challenging you two guys about the Bible. Cause it's no, a waste I, but of I want to get back to my point, Jesse. No, no, no. I, I'm I saying you say you, that you're perfect. You it says in the scriptures, hey, if we say that we are perfect, go. God is alive. Because you two guys are coming just for the Bible. I, I'm not going to play that. The worst thing you can do is try to convince a Bible thumper. It's just like trying to be any a other intellectual. Thumb. So I'm not going to argue with you about the Bible. Take the mic. But if you do find that scripture where it says, drunkenness is a sin, I will let you read that out. Okay? Any other question? You have a question, Raymond, or a statement? Come, hold on. Is it a question or a statement? Uh, mainly it's a, it's a question. What's your, okay, what's your question? If you, uh, if you have... Um, Let me just say, don't ever, ever, as long as you walk there, challenge a Bible-thumping person. It's, I'm telling you, it's a waste of time. Because it's just like challenging a therapist from a university or a doctor or a lawyer. It's all intellectual, and they'll just give you the intellectual stuff. And don't ever try to convince anyone that about God... Because he, if you convince them, like these Bible thumpers have been convinced about the, the word, they are just going by what they've been convinced but not know it for themselves. And so if you convince them, they believe you because you said it. And you don't want anyone to believe you because you said it. You don't want to take people down that path. Go ahead. Uh, I just was wondering, if your face were a, met, uh, 
a serious medical situation that I had a week earlier. Do you, uh, I, do you, uh, do you not act, do you, uh, take it one step at a time and not react to it? You should never overreact to anything because once you overreact to one thing, you will overreact to another one. Mm-hmm. So no, just notice you have it. If you need to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. But don't let Satan feed you to overreact. I, I understand that because I mentioned this because earlier, er, last, well, last week, I, I was diagnosed with AFib. And I had, I had AIDS? No, AFib, arterial fibrillation oh, of the heart. You need to lose weight. <laughs> yes, I, I was <laughs> losing weight. I've been trying to get you to lose weight for years. Yes, I was. How old are you now? 60. What? How old are you? 60. You're 60 years old, Raymond? Yes. That's amazing. Is that the price you, sir? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, no, Raymond, since you're a little boy. (laughs) You're 60? When did you turn 60? Last year. So I remember, like, it seemed like the other day you said you were 50. And now 10 years have gone by like that? I guess so, sir. Oh, amazing. Well, go to the doctor and lose some weight. (laughs) Or you're going to lose your heart. Okay, right here. Well, lose them all. I've been telling Raymond forever to lose weight. He won't lose it right here with the white. Um, do you think it's cowardly to sit back and watch your friends or family get, like, you know, jumped or, like, beat up in a fight? Like, what would you think is the best idea to do? If you saw your friends or family member get beat up? Let's just say, like, yeah, my family members, like my brother, let's say if he was getting, like, you know, jumped by, like, a gang of people. And do you think it's cowardly to sit there and watch it, or do you think it's right It's all depending on the situation. If he's in a gang member. No, 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 no. just just getting randomly just just jumped. So he was just walking down the road, and some people just ran out and jumped on him? LA is crazy. It is. It really is. Are you talking about a situation like that? Yeah. No, I will help him. You will help him. You go. I mean, if he's not causing a fight or he's not in a game and he's just walking down the road and somebody jumps on him. He is the complete victim and he is getting jumped and he just maybe said something that was just, you know, that could have maybe ticked off. Oh, so he said something. Yeah, this is just an example. I just want to know, like, what would be the best idea? I, you have to be in a situation to see what to do. Uh, it's kind of hard to predict what to do before Exactly. It he actually asked me that question. Um, he was like, what would you do? Because, you know, what, you know, he always going to bring up, brings up, like, what would Jesus do? I'm like, oh, that's a good no. question. Like, what would Jesus do? Would he sit there and watch his, like, brother or sister or whoever get beat up or would he jump in? push them off or anything because I'm not Jesus. That's one but... of the dumbest questions that a Christian can ask. <laughs> Why are you asking about it? what would Jesus do? How do you know what would Jesus do? He uses I'm... Jesus because he's a perfect example. So in every situation he but wants to... how do you to... know what he would do in a certain situation? I don't know. What did you tell him? I don't know what Jesus would do. I told him, I mean, I told him it was a good question. I, I personally don't, I personally believe off a reaction because of who I believe I am, I would jump in and be like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And but you give, have to wait and see the circumstance, right, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because your, if your brother start a fight, then he need to get his butt beat. Right. <laughs> but if he didn't start it, I and mean. And if he just, you know, it's all depend on the circumstance, man. He was just asking it's, a hypothetical question. But you can't, you can't really answer that kind of question because you don't know the circumstance. 
But he's the hypothetical question is the circumstance of him using it as like an example of him saying, "What if you know if I didn't do anything wrong and I was getting jumped, what would you do?" And I'm like, I feel I would jump in, but it would be cowardly if I just sat sat and watched that. Especially if they have guns and everything. Like I told him it was a good question because it's like I it's don't. Not know. a good question because he's asking about something that has not happened. It may never happen. And if it happened, it may happen for uh, and require you to jump in, or may not require you to jump in. It's best to wait and see. True. Tell me to ask Jesus, what would he do? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do that. But don't fall into that kind of trap. You don't know what you would do. We really don't know what we would do. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And tell your brother, try not to get jumped. That's the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do All that. All right. Um, so you have the, you say you found it, where it says, I get it drawn, is a sin? Okay, go ahead. First, First Corinthians 5.11, but now I'm writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother and sister, but is, sexual immoral, but is sexually immoral or greedy, an idolater or slanderer, a drunkard or a swindler, do not even eat with such people. We shouldn't well, be. Does I, it call it a sin? It is a sin. Idolatry well, who said is a sin. Idolatry is a sin. Who told you that? It's in the scriptures. But again, Jesse, you in, don't believe in the Bible. In the Bible, does it call adultery a sin? I'm really trying to find out how do you come it's, up with the idea. It's in the commandments. A, in the commandment, does it say it's a sin? Jesse, that now you're yeah, okay. When you break the commandments, Jesse, what are you doing? In the commandment, does it say it's a sin? When you break the commandments, Jesse, Did I answer your question? Does it say it's a sin? A sin is when you play God. It's when you do. No, in the commandment, does it say that that's a sin? Yes. It says a sin. Find out where it says it's a sin. And let me know. Take the mic. Jesse, you playing games right now. No, I ain't going to play no games. I'm not going to play games because that's saying that you guys sitting here ready to Come back. He said that you got to come back to telling me with the scripture. I ain't falling for that. I never gonna fall for Satan trick like that. Um, no, put your hand down. <laughs> You're the same person. <laughs> yes, sir. Can I ask you a question? Oh, uh, which one from this week? Yeah. What's the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian? The, as far as I can tell. The big difference is that a Christian goes to the person to forgive when they have a problem. Because all the other stuff that I've heard, like people say, well, a Christian wouldn't have sex out of wedlock, or a Christian is charitable, or all these kinds of things. But you have all of this stuff is signaled, I've found, in, in some other religions, like Buddhism, or that morality is a big, a big deal. So, you know, behaving yourself sexually, all this stuff. And so that, that's the biggest difference I could find. <clears throat> so you say a Christian is what? Uh, goes to forgive. Okay. Goes to the, and then a non-Christian what? They might forgive, but they might not go to the person to forgive. Then they haven't forgiven. Well, but... It's for, impossible for a non-Christian to forgive. I'm not sure, but because, How for example... Well, if someone's died, you can still forgive them, right? I mean, if you're... Oh, this is so good. Let me see if I want to answer that. Oh, yeah, I want you to answer that. I can't answer that right now okay. because I got something coming up for you guys. All right. 
And that's why I'm trying to make sure I, but hold that thought, yeah. and I will get to it. I yeah. just have a good, good question coming up here in a minute. And if I answer that question, I'll be answering this question. And I want people to think for themselves. All right? But All don't right. forget it. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. How's life? Are you doing the silent prayer? I am. And how's life? Um, I had a real good week, and then the next week I got lost in my thoughts really easily. And, and how did that work out for you? How did you react when you lost in your thoughts? Definitely created more stress and anxiety than I had been having. Um, I felt really calm and peaceful the week before. Right. Um, but I still was able to observe myself a little bit. In fact, <coughs> yeah, I, I noticed right. a moment where I was at work and um, I was confronted with a client who was not happy and I made a judgment right away and thought that that was unreasonable that they were unhappy. Um, and then I started to take accountability for the things I had done wrong, which had created right on the the problem yeah. for the other person. Yes. But I didn't feel the anger until I was done with my day and I got in my car maybe an hour later, and my cords wouldn't work. And that little bit of frustration, all of a sudden I'm cursing and I'm angry. You and were I, cursing and I, at the cords? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was angry. I finally felt the anger, and then I realized that's what I've been doing a lot. Right. Is suppressing the anger and then little things make it all come out. So now and that so I can see you, it, hopefully okay, I good. can catch it. Yeah. So here's what I recommend when that kind of, because you are growing, so when that happens, you know that it's because you believe the lie in your imagination and it brought on the feeling, right? Just relax. Don't judge yourself at all. Don't say, oh, I'm falling back, or I thought this, or I'm not a Christian because I still had his anger. Don't do anything. Just watch it. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I'm still working on catching it. Because, like, it's easy to say I'm not going to judge myself. But well, don't the more say I that, say yeah. that, right, the more I the say that, the more you I think say about it, the more I do it. You're yourself, you judge yourself right. the rest of the week. Finding that middle ground where you don't do it, but you don't say you're not going to do it, and you don't right. try. Finding that middle ground has been, it's an interesting journey. Absolutely. Be patient. Stay with the prayer. Speak up. It'll be fine. Thank you. I just doubt every thought. Anybody else? Uh, Joey Allen in here. This is for Reggie, just with the thing, is that the point that, I mean, I didn't see the past. I wasn't here last Sunday, so I didn't see you the... You better be glad you weren't here. <laughs> it was a mess. No, but I've heard it around. I didn't see it last Sunday. But, I mean, it, I mean, Reggie, for you to come in for the third week... Second. The, oh, the second week. And then bring it on again, I think you're missing the actual point. Like, I get whatever point you're trying to make, it's not really clear to me but you're missing the actual point is you're coming from it the wrong way though like you're getting too deep into it and serious and and reading it too literal or whatever but it's it's not from the right place so you're missing it still so even if you make a valid whatever you're trying to do you're not coming from it in the right place so it's not going to come across how you think and, and it almost seems like a got you type thing opposed to just having a conversation you're trying to prove whatever 
I can't believe they're coming, coming the back place. and they're going to challenge me with some scriptures. And, and, and I'm going to fall for it. And to be honest, it may that not seem like crazy. it, but it is, it is Bible thumping. You may not realize it, but it is Bible thumping. Because, and what Bible thumping is, is just taking the scriptures too seriously. So you may, you may make a point, but if you take it too seriously, it's, it's your Bible thumping. All right, right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to get into all that. Go ahead. What would you say to a person who, besides the fact of, like, weed, but, like, shrooms, acid, DMT. You're doing all that? No. <laughs> none of it, none I'm of like, it. I'm like, where is the party? <laughs> none of it, none of it. I just know some people who are fascinated and love doing things like that, you know, love watching nature. Do you think it's wrong for a person who does, like, shrooms just to go to the beach and look at the sunset? They do, they do what now? Take shrooms. You know what shrooms are, right? I, can't, I know it's a, it's a drug, right? Yeah. It's like a oh, mushroom. mushroom. Yeah. You know. They take mushrooms just to go to the beach and look at the moon? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's I just their just preference. I suffer and die. When they look at nature, they look at nature in a whole different perspective from how they look at it when they're sober. So they take it to look at things differently. So what would you say to a person who, you know, does take shrooms or whatever drug to, like... Suffer and die. But they say that they are appreciating more of God's nature, basically. Well, I'm appreciating until they die off the mushroom. Because <laughs> that's what's going to happen if they don't get off it. Okay. Yeah. What would you say to them? Um, Where are you hanging out at? <laughs> I just hang around a lot of different people. Oh, to you be do? You know, you're hanging out with someone who takes mushrooms? Yeah, I know many people who take mushrooms. My brother takes mushrooms. He does? Well. Yeah. The one that came here? No. Another I have one? Two little brothers, yeah. Uh, and, um, are you telling them to get off it? I'm telling him, I was like, it's not a good idea to do it because you're accepting reality differently. Yeah. How old is he? He's 22 now. And so does he listen to you? Here and there, he always say that I always come with, like, real good questions or real good like answers towards things but he right. has a he i think it's just his friends and how they influence him in a different way because they think of something different and it makes sense to him or something or they grew up with him homelessly you know and he just feels way more connected to them than to listen yeah. to what i have to say i had a brother who grew up like that too he wasn't on drugs i don't think but he drank a lot yeah. all the time and he got married, he was still drinking and mean to his wife, and they divorced. And then when I would go home, I would talk to him about it. Hey, you, you know, I tried to tell him, this is why you're doing it, you need to overcome it. But he wouldn't listen, so he died at an early age from drinking, I guess, and stuff like that. And you know what I felt about it? Zero. And I wasn't surprised that he had died from it, because if, you don't, if we don't overcome evil, it will kill us. And when someone warned you, do you think God care about he, that he died from drinking after I had warned him and I'm sure he cussed this one? No. God, like, you know what? There go another one, Jesus. And my brother never did ask, what would Jesus do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you can't make people overcome. You just have to be an example, be honest with them. Don't, as he was saying, don't resent them. But you got to lead people up to their own life. Either they crowd to God and wake up and live, or they don't cry out, and they suffer and die. Mm-hmm. It is, I don't think God missed some breakfast from it. He just gets some, some white man to get married, make some more babies. 
And there was uh, there was another thing. So uh, don't be. If these people don't listen to you, and they're into all this stuff, and if they want to do it, let them do it. I don't care if it's your brother, your daddy, your mama. You cannot make people stop. You just become an example. Be honest and don't judge. But you can't make people get over this stuff. And you end up letting them move in your house. You're trying to help. And then they ripped you off. And then they bring in other drug addicts in the house while you're at work. You end up destroying yourself, feeling sorry for them. That's not the way you're supposed to roll. Do, right? you, do you think the Bible doesn't speak specifically on drugs precisely because that it does kind of in a way make sense that if you was to take like let's just say shroom for example it kind of does like make reality different but you are appreciating things like seeing like the tree for example like he's in love with trees because of his drugs so he's seeing a tree better when he's high apparently yeah because he just feels <laughs> more connected to nature it's all an illusion it. man you want God's consciousness. You're never going to see anything as clear as you would with his mindset. Everything else is an illusion. Agreed. Yeah, so don't fall for that. Okay. I hear a lot of pot smokers say, oh, I can think better when I'm high. And then it... That's facts. But that's what Satan convinced you of. So, no. no you want a clear mind. You want the mind of God. All right? That's what you were born with, and you want to return to that. Okay. All right? Okay. So don't fall for that. Yes, sir. Hi, Jesse. Hey. Um, just wanted to reaffirm what you were saying about the Bible's importance, that God's word is within us. Right. And I became a Christian from hearing about somebody, that, but they insisted that I read the book, that... It, there's knowledge there that I need to know, and perhaps I did need it because at the time I had no church to go to, I had no examples to see. But once I read it and you actually connect with something that's greater than you, you realize at least there's something else, and especially after I heard you, God's word is really within you. And yeah. perhaps like the original translations, we can keep them for to fall back on the actual original originals. But it has been written so many times, so many different ways. And like you say, like the devil can trick you while you read yeah. it. You, once you, the word is written in your heart because God knew and he knows everything that human being would change the Bible and yeah. deceive you. There's a Bible now, I don't know if it's out yet, says our father and our mother <laughs> who are in heaven. There are going to be people who believe that. They're yeah. going to go around convinced it's our father and our mother. And so, but if you return to the kingdom of heaven in your heart, you cannot be deceived. But if you're just an intellectual, you can't be deceived. Yeah, the intellect prevents you from accessing love. Yeah. It, it doesn't recognize love because it, it's too, it's trying to figure out love, the formula behind love, the, what chemicals and the... No one knows what love is yeah. until you're born again. Yeah, so, it's nothing like what you can even imagine. They're really not. But yeah, it's brother. Uh, I forgot his him. name now. Leave him alone. <laughs> Reggie. That's my friend. No, he's my friend too. I, know, I just think he's missing he the can't point. Go to the mic. Y'all picking on him. Yeah, but uh, about the hallucinogens, <laughs> taking drugs and it's stuff. Like you guys are jumping on him. He can't defend himself. Oh. So he I'll can't just... have the mic back. Okay. And he's like, Sorry, want Reggie. the mic? 
But about the drugs, the Bible does say don't mess with it because you, you don't understand those realms. You, you open gates and you don't know what you're interacting yeah. with. You, we can barely handle this realm. Yeah. Where, you know, we get messed up here. You open up gates to God knows where. And then next thing you know, you're like connected with that. And it's just you will go astray. Good point. Um, I need to buy some more of that stuff from your girlfriend. I know. I keep telling her, but I can't force this her. This girlfriend made beer stuff. She just and you spray it in your beard, or she's and you can spray it on your face. It's out of flowers. It's so nice. And they only, <laughs> I only had one bottle, so I ran out. And I've been trying to call them, but they won't call me back. I told her. I told her Jesse left the message, but she's really busy. She got hired. Her exactly what she was looking for. She's creating a new department well, she in this company. She should push her stuff. She's making too. She's supposed to do it's it on the weekends, but um, she's overwhelmed. Maybe. Oh, she is. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so but she didn't have she any knows, more? She has a little batch. She was supposed to give it to me, but I forgot to bring it. <laughs> All right, okay. So uh, I want to ask a young lady here, what's the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian? Um, I guess I was thinking about it, and I kind of feel like there isn't that much of a difference. Um, I there isn't much of a, dis- a difference between a Christian and a non-Christian? No, I feel like we all get presented with same situations, the same... Put your hand down already. And it gives me anxiety. Okay. Um, it makes me feel bad. That's my friend, and he got a hand up, but I can't give him the mic. Okay. Yeah, I feel like we all get presented with the same situations, with the same, like, um, you know, issues, and so... You feel sorry for him? Don't be feeling sorry for Reggie. He can handle this. I'm wondering if I should jump in, like, like he was asking. Like what? My friend's getting beat up over here. I'm wondering if I should jump in. <laughs> He's not getting beat up. We all feel like that. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So um, I guess it's the difference would be the way that a Christian handles situations and, I guess, stays present or tries to stay present and doesn't judge themselves. Okay. And so you are a Christian, right? Yes. And so the difference between... Uh, a Christian as, and a non-Christian is what? Uh, staying present, not judging you know, themselves, and just trying to be present with God. Oh, okay. All right. I want to ask a young lady here in the black top, what's the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian? Yeah, you're just looking around. Yeah. <laughs> this is your first time here? Oh, okay. That's my sister, Jesse. Who said that? Oh, that's your sister? Oh, cool. I'm glad you brought your sisters. I brought all my sisters with me. (laughs) We are family. That's right. So, are you a Christian? No. You are? I don't know. Oh, you don't know? In the middle. You're in the middle? Like, I'm not full-on Christian, but I do believe in God and everything. Okay. You're not full-on Christian, but you do believe in God. And so what's the difference between a person that believes in God and one that doesn't? Um, In my opinion, um, I think that people who believe in God have, like, more hope in things. Good point. Absolutely good point. That's amazing. And then one that doesn't, how would you describe that person? I think if they don't at all, then there's nothing to really like. 
I totally like hopeless. Yeah. Um, so this is your first time. Any questions for me? Any disagreement? You want to yell at me? Any questions? Um, not right now that I can think of. Uh, so have you watched some of the videos? What? Did he show you the YouTube video? No. Oh, you didn't show it to them? Very smart, man. <laughs> they would not be here had you shown it. <laughs> so do you see a change in your brother? Yeah, I do. In, in what way? Um, I feel like he's like happier and he like appreciates life more. Right on. Yeah. And what do you think about that? I'm really happy. I'm really happy for him. Right on. That's and amazing. I like having like good talks with him about life because like it's it's well, good to hear a second opinion on things. I'm just trying to get him out of the earrings. <laughs> That's the next step. You think he ever come out of the earrings? <laughs> I don't know. Have you noticed in the morning when he gets dressed, he's like, oh. <laughs> Who are you trying to look pretty for, the men or the women? It's supposed to be for the women, but, you know, I get some men hitting on me. I'm like, hey, well, hey, I'm not from Hollywood right? or so San Francisco. That's not I'm enough like, to make you come out of the earrings? Well, they were doing that even when I didn't have the earrings. You know, they just But even they more care. now, they think you're one of them. That's true. They probably do. <laughs> so I got to fight them off sometimes. Her friend was trying to hit on me the other day. Is he a man or a woman? Not really a man. I mean, he's a guy, but he's not a man. He's over there dancing with my grandma all crazy and stuff. And looking at you with the earrings. Yeah, Jesse, I, uh, actually, I went to my dad and forgave him. Oh, good. Like he told me to do. It was pretty hard to do, but... Uh, Why was it hard to do? Because he, he's been weak and stuff. And like I told you, it's hard to tell your dad that he's been weak. and really so you went to him, what did you say? It was on his birthday, too. Remember I told you? His, oh, yeah. yeah I remember now. It was on that Sunday. Um, I just told him that, you know, he never really, uh, he was there, but he wasn't actually there to guide us and show us what it is to be a man and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, he made my stepmom basically do everything, you know, handle the discipline and all that stuff. And that was that was wrong. That was his job to do that. Right. You know? So, you know, he got angry and emotional about it. I could, I could see the anger come up and and uh he's like well that's your opinion that doesn't mean nothing you know and you know i handled it basically the best i could have handled it but you know i during that time i basically was like probably the best i've been in like a long time after doing that right on. like i could yeah. see things clearly i didn't overreact to anything you know i wasn't living in the past or the future i was just living in like the moment right all on, times. Man. amazing but i think uh Something that happened with her was something that happened with me, actually, like on Monday. Something that happened with this young lady? Yeah, oh, okay. like um, my friend had told me something about like my ex-girlfriend, like a bad story about her or whatever. And then I think I passed judgment on her. I kind of got upset, and then it brought me back to like believing into my thoughts, basically. Um, yeah. So like this past week, it's kind of been like that. I've, I've been still seeing like, you know, observing my thoughts, but I kind of fell back into that, you know. But before I was handling everything in like a perfect way. And it, well, really, you didn't fall back into it. You just believed, believed a thought. Believed into it, yeah. Because yeah, once you believe it. a thought, you feel 
Yeah. And if you go with it, if you overreact to that one thought, it got you. Yeah. It will give yeah. you another one and another one and another one. Then you're acting crazy. Yeah. But when you do, don't judge that either. Mm -hmm. Because of ourselves, we can do nothing. He just want, God just wants you to be aware mm -hmm. with his mindset, right? And he would do all the work. Yeah. So if you do something like that, don't make it a big deal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but uh, when, once I did that with my dad, I was living the best life I've ever lived pretty oh, much. Yeah. You know and it's going to get better. You I haven't agree, seen yeah. anything yet. Yeah, yeah. It really going to get better. Yeah, my grandma, she she absolutely loves Trump. My grandma right there, she's Thank a Trump grandma. lover. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You love Trump, huh? I love the great white hope. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. I didn't know you, you don't look like a grandma. So that's what everybody so says. So all yeah. these are your grandkids? Um, there's a few missing, but yeah, these two, all, all three of them are, yeah. Oh, uh, that's amazing. Is this even working? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesse, have you been on TV? Yes. I've seen you. That's what I go, I know you. Oh, I sent you this video. Yeah, I sent it to her, actually. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I, I always pay attention. I go, oh, my God. Guy, oh my God! Well, I listen to you. So. Yes. Oh. Any questions about anything? I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I'm Any glad questions to be here. about anything or disagreements? Anything you want to ask me about? Um, no, I asked the question about the TV, so I was my question. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. We got to get the grandson. I'm glad I was right. <laughs> we got to get the grandson to come out of the earrings, right? Oh, uh, I I would like that, but you know, <laughs> as you say, you can't. Make yeah, you can't force so. it. You just have to let him wear it until he gets tired of being a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, now I'm tired you know, of it. <laughs> you know that you have drag right now, right? What? Huh? What? You know you have drag right now, right? And then half what? Half yeah. man. <laughs> half man, half drag. <laughs> yeah. I'll get rid of him. You will? Yeah. All right. Here. I'll do, I'll do it right now. <laughs> but then you're not going to like how this looks either. Who's not going to like it? You. No, that's much better. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you look uh, like a man right away. Oh, yeah? Oh, you got some more on it? Oh, you got a hole in your There's ear. a hole in my ear. Yeah, come back together. <laughs> yeah, I got to get surgery. Wow. I know, crazy, huh? So you put a hole, you put holes in your ear to wear earrings? Yeah. What a drag that's a, yeah, that, how, how else do you wear an earring? You got to put a hole in it. Do you, not that big. <laughs> well, yeah, it starts small, but yeah. Right. yeah. That's how Satan works. I know. He got me. He got me. <laughs> you start off with start a small, and then it, he got you on everything. That's amazing. Yeah. So you're not going to put them back on? Uh, I'll probably just go get surgery and get them fixed. Yeah. It's going to cost a couple hundred bucks, but it's fine. Right. My yeah, grandma can... will pay for it. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, she's glad to see you out of them. I would do oh, anything yeah. to get her. Because when you get married, you need to set an example for your sons. I agree, yeah. And your daughters and your sisters. Yeah. They want a brother. They don't want a drag queen brother. <laughs> I agree. That yeah. makes sense? But yeah, I totally. understand when we're little like that and don't have yeah. good fathers and mothers to show us the right way, you end up doing some crazy stuff. Yeah, totally. So totally. we all go down that road. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I understand. Yeah. Uh, any questions? My sister, you want to say anything to her? No. How old are you? 24. 24. Any questions? No. You have a boyfriend? No. You don't have a boyfriend? No. You had a boyfriend? <laughs> Is he your boyfriend or not? <laughs> I thought you were no. lying. Because you were like, no. <laughs> no. 
What happened to him? I'm a player. No, I'm just kidding. You a player? I'm just kidding. I'm not. She is a player. Player, player, player. And so no, you played I just, you guys? I just got out of a relationship, a two-year relationship. So oh, you did? Trying to think, take things. Why did you break up with him? Because I felt like I outgrew it. A lot of times I love people for who they are, but <clears throat> when they don't show signs of growth or wanting to grow um, and make actions that are hurtful, you have to figure out when to walk away. And I still support him. I still talk to him. But You support him how? I send him quotes. Um, you give him what? I send him quotes. Speak into the mic for me. I send him quotes, like inspirational quotes. Oh, you send him Bible quotes? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's, he's into the Bible. He loves God, but... Um, Were you sleeping with him? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Are you a millennial? Yes. Yeah, oh, horrible liar, yeah. so that explains it. Yeah. Uh, and you say he's a Christian? Yeah. And you're a Christian too? Yes. Would Christian, I'm understanding. Would a Christian have sex before marriage? No. I'm sorry? I mean, I guess it's shifted a little bit, but <laughs> it nowadays, I mean, a lot of Christians do. Well, are they are they real Christian or just Christians in namesake? Christian believers, but maybe not Christians. Do you think a man or woman who's truly been born of God, not one that's quote the Bible and go to church and all that, but one that's been truly born of God, would he or she live together or have sex like that out of wedlock? I've had that conversation with him. Um, no. They would not? So why were you doing it? Because I don't understand God yet. You don't understand God yet? For the longest time. I understand that. For the longest time, out of respect for God, um, I called him our creator. And because I felt like I wasn't worthy of, I don't know, calling him God just because I don't understand. And I've been going to church, and it's really helped me out with life in general. So it's really Do you love your father? Which one? Your earthly father. Huh? Your father, your earthly father. Know your real father. Oh, you don't know your real father? Yeah. And what is that like for you not knowing him? I understand that. Don't rub it, though. Don't pat it, because that makes you cry more. You know how you'd be about to cry, and you're trying to hold it, right? And it looked like you kind of got it. And then someone reached over. <laughs> you gonna boo-hoo. <laughs> so I don't, guess, don't pass. I guess it's just hurtful. Cause, yeah. Like, I hear stories about, like, how I became born and stuff. But um, it doesn't help that the, one, the father figures after that didn't want to be there either. Yeah. Um... Have you asked your mother about your father? Who is he? Where is he? My grandma. Your mother. She, she's not around. Yeah, her mom died a couple years ago. Oh, she did? So does anyone know his family or anything about him? So your mother was the only person that knew him? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I see. That's a hard way to live. And that's why you're sleeping with these guys, because you're looking for love. 
and they don't have it to give. Sex is not love. Yeah. Right. Well, it's also been like a thing in my relationships is I used to have an issue with even wanting to, but it was pressured throughout the years, and it just felt like it was the right thing to do at some point. And it's broken a lot of my relationships because it got to the point where it just didn't feel right, and I had to walk away. Yeah. Do you know how to find her father? No, I have no idea. We don't, I don't know who she is. Maybe my girl. Do you know anything about her father's family or anything? Did you know her father? Um, sorry. Um, no. Not, I met him, well, I met him once many, many, when she was a baby. She's only like a few months old. And then he ended up leaving um, my daughter, her, their mother. Right, right. <laughs> a little confusing, but... <laughs> um, yeah, and then um, we had a, a an issue also with my husband too. Left, so that was the only father that they all knew. Yeah. The three girls we adopted them when they were ba- very small. What she was only two. Been. She was only two, like two. And then he just recently. Well, no, I keep saying recently. It's six years now. It seems like just yesterday. But we were married for twenty six years. So he helped raise them, of course, and, and all of a sudden just get up and leave and doesn't really call, doesn't really have any contact unless they try texting or, and he just doesn't answer. He's got a new life now, you know. He's like little like bride, and they, he's 71. He has two small, tiny children, 71. Amazing. Yeah. So That's why I tell you, don't it was worry really about insulting. You'll get him at 71. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be in a hurry. So let me ask, so you and, your, you and your sister have the same father? No. no. Oh, a different father for you two? And you have a different father? Yeah. What a mess, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, my mom had like 10 kids, I think, or something like that. You think? You haven't seen them all? Well, we don't know how many she had, but it's 9 or 10. No, it's 10 for 10. sure. <laughs> it's 10. That's amazing. We talked about starting a reality TV show. I'm telling you. It'd be entertaining. You should start one. She was living on the streets, and, you know, she was everywhere. So we didn't really know our mom that much, and she passed away. So now there's no really way of knowing her like that. So we all struggled when our mom passed away. You know, yeah, I, was, I, I was drinking every day, and my sister said she was drinking every day. Too. Yeah. It, was a, it was a struggle, but, yeah. What I gotta want to tell you, because I have to move on, is that you got to forgive. you got to realize that your parents, you know how you try to get love from these different guys? And all they do is take advantage of you, have sex with you, and cheat on you, and lie to you. Well, they don't have love either. They are yearning for their fathers. And that little emptiness you have is a yearning for your father. And whatever happened, I don't know, but just forgive him. He couldn't help himself. And when you forgive your father and mother, then God will forgive you. And he, just by realizing just as you can't help yourself, they couldn't help themselves. And then he will forgive you, and that void would disappear. And then you won't look for love from these guys. You have guy friends, but you won't be sleeping with them. They can't use you. Mm-hmm. But you gotta let, you gotta forgive your parents first. That makes sense. Yeah, it was actually this past <clears throat> year when I broke up with my ex. Um, it was raining, and one of my favorite things to do is just run in the rain, jog. And as I was doing that, I started crying because. Um, going to church and like, because they say you don't know love until you know God, and I believe that because as I was running, I cried because I realized like I do have a father, um, 
and he loves all of us. And when you start to see everyone as like your brother and sister and like people that you need to support, even if they don't love you the way you would like, um, you should still care for them. And everyone's going through their own things. And the reason I started crying is because I see my parents as pretty much like physical being portals that brought me into this life. And anything after that is up to me. Well, once you become an adult, it's up to you. But while you were growing up, you needed them. Mm -hmm. They needed to be an example for you so you could see the right way to go. But they were not able to because they had no love either. You know, their parents were all screwed up, and it just goes on from generation to generation. So you need to forgive, though, and then because you can go to church and read the Bible and hoop and holler and carry on, but if you don't forgive your parents first, you never will know God. You'll know about him, but you won't know him. (laughs) And so you got to realize your parents were wrong, whatever happened, but they could not help themselves. Your mother didn't want to be out there having all those kids, but she was looking for the same thing. She was looking for the love of a father, and those guys took advantage of her. Yeah. Because they pretended to love her, but they didn't. They were just doing it for sex. Yeah. So do my silent prayer dot video. Will you show her how yeah, to do sure. that? Yeah. yeah, do the silent prayer dot video every morning, every night. And God will guide you. You'll yeah. take control of your life. The older I get, um, it's easier for me to understand how people's life situations are a lot more complicating than they may have seemed to me when I was younger. Right. And raising kids is obviously a lot harder than just it saying is. I love you every night and being there. Like, That's it's a right. lot more. So, and when you think of adults as um, still children, we're all still children no matter what age we are. Absolutely. We're still learning. Uh, it's just based on how much you commit to your learning. Yeah, so. adults don't have any sense. They had, they used to have sense, but they lost it mm-hmm. somewhere down the road. But uh, so do the silent prayer, all right? And uh, here's your brother show you silent prayer dot video. Hey Jesse, uh, we're actually gonna meet our great grandma for the first time today. My my grandma's mom. Uh-huh. This is gonna be our first time meeting her after this. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Well, I wish you guys well. And uh, make sure you do the silent prayer. You'll be fine. But stop sleeping with these guys. They don't love you. Men hate women. (laughs) Men are trash. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Because they hate their mothers, they hate all women. And they can't love women until they forgive their mothers and return to the father. A lot of the people I fall for, I notice, it's a broken person falling for another broken person. Yes, absolutely. And it, whether it's you can have the right intentions or not, it's pretty much misery loves company. You can't help it because you're in darkness and you can't see what you're doing. It looked like the real thing, but it's not. Yeah, like my favorite ex that I can remember, he was really little when he was waiting for his mom to get home. Yeah. And she was on drugs and she got in an accident and passed away. He didn't have his dad, so... He moved out here with his brother, and that was all he had as a parent figure. And his brother was in the military, so yeah. um, he was my favorite. And he was into drugs, and he went a year clean but relapsed. Yeah. And it was in that time that I well, felt don't crushed. feel sorry for the guys, though. Yeah. You know that, right? No, I know. Because if you feel sorry for them, you're gonna have sex with them. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah. Yeah. Not that happened. Like, come yeah. on, baby. <laughs> there, there, there. You didn't have a mommy. 
Come to yeah. mommy. <laughs> but it's crazy because, like, I don't know, you, you feel like you have the power to, like, fill that void, but you really don't. You don't. And it's not your job to. And no. He uh, ended up doing his own decisions, which I was trying to get him away from, but he ended up passing away from a car accident three really? years ago. Amazing. We're just wishing well. At the same time, like, it's come to peace to me, and I loved who he was regardless of his decisions. Yeah. Because his only decisions were Women are always so. trying to save somebody, and they can't even save themselves. It's a nurturing but, thing. But, yeah. <laughs> and they end up killing you. Yeah. I always love my mama. So <laughs> stop trying to save men, all right? All right. Okay. So yeah, pray for our family. <laughs> I will, absolutely. Thank you. Okay. And you guys are fortunate you got a, a young man who's waking up. And so that's going to be a big help to the family. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Now he used to be the life of the party, and now. Now he's a. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be the life of the party. Partying life. <laughs> Amazing. I love him so much more. Yeah, you're going to love him more now that he's out of the earrings. <laughs> All right. Ray, do you want to say something? You don't want to say it? Oh, okay. All right. Um, yes, sir. Then I got this question I need to ask. Oh, I have the question. I, had a, um, I don't really know how to phrase the question, but it's about my father. And um, I let go of every every negative thing I, I held of him basically understanding that he had no love to give me and you know right, all right. of that it's like yeah. asking a, a homeless person to give you money they don't have any to give you it, it's right. just you know but some homeless people loaded yeah some are loaded yeah <laughs> I saw a I didn't homeless guy say in the post that. office he collected a whole bunch of money I'm like maybe I should go homeless <laughs> <laughs> yeah no rent some people be right <laughs> go ahead but uh, I I know he's angry at me, and he blames me, and all this stuff. So, I, I, like, he has said it numerous times, and I, I know what he's feeling, and right. I understand that, too. I felt it at one point. So I reached out to him um, after the men's conference, actually, and uh, I wished him Happy Father's Day. He, right. he was uh, taken off balance because he thought I was angry at him. So he was like, well, that, this was a pleasant surprise. I said, okay, I'll let you go. You know, I didn't know what else to tell him. And then I called him again, and I said, you know, let's talk. And he, he says, well, why? Nothing has changed, blah, blah, You're like your mother. I said, okay, wh what am I going to be like? You know, I said, you're like her too because you hate her. And also you're like your mother. Oh, he lost it. <laughs> he lost it. He's like, don't call me ever again. <laughs> but my question is, do I try every once in a while to no. reach out to him? Not no, at all. You've already tried. Leave him alone. Maybe uh. he'll think about some stuff that you said now. And he'll reach out to you. And once he does that, you'll be fine. Yeah. But you can't force your parents or anyone to see the truth. Uh -huh. You just so live just your leave life, him alone. do the right thing, move on. But don't resent him. You'll be fine. Yeah, no, I'm, it's, I'm done with that. But yeah, but don't hold it against him. I don't. By calling him a, a woman... He got something to think about now. He has yeah, something to think about. So it'll be fine. Okay. All right? Yeah, All right. just move on. I'll, I'll smoke on it. Okay. <laughs> smoke on it. All right. How many Christians we have here? Christians. I, just, I have a question for the Christian. Yeah. 
Oh, good. Amazing, a lot of them. I saw your hand first, so I'll let you make some questions come in. Hey, my name is Pete. I'm hey, Pete, Pete the Greek. I'm friends with Jeff Glover over here, and Glover always sends me your videos. Oh, right on. So we're here Welcome. for um, a jiu-jitsu tournament, but you could punch people and not punch, like, open palm strike people. So jiu-jitsu is like wrestling, but you can hit them like this. Yes. So we're here, and, and Glover you guys suggests that we come to church. <laughs> so so maybe you guys send us a bless, some blessings. Our friend Justin Fuck doesn't get beat up tonight. And he can oh. win, like, $20,000. Amazing. And that's going to be somewhere over here. Where's it going to be at? Orange County. The guy's last name is Falk. Falk. And it's going to oh, be okay. on a UFC fight pass. So you'll see. Well, I wish him well, man. But yeah, send us a prayer because I don't want my guy to get beat up. Uh, are you thinking he might get beat up? No, I'm not making him. You're like, not they, thinking that he will? They asked me if I know anyone that wants to fight, and he's one of my students, so he, he took it. Oh, okay. Maybe you can fight with the guy that, on the mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we wish him well, man. This Absolutely. And we okay. feel good about coming to church. I said, what now? It's like going to, is, do we call this a church or what do we call this? <laughs> yeah, it's church. All right, so we feel good about it. Right on. Thanks a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for coming. All right, so now I got to, I'm going to start here with the mic, and I need quick answers to this because this just occurred to me, and I'll tell you why. All right? Uh, so all the Christians, let me see your hands again. Oh, good. So I need you to work this side. I'm going to go from side to side. I just thought about this this week. I'm like, let me ask the Christians. So you're a Christian, right? Were you a Christian before you came here? Yes. Okay. How does God see you? That's first. Um he sees me as himself, I guess, or striving to be himself. Because aren't we all made in his image? So your answer is what? <laughs> I, huh? I just, How does God see you? He sees me as him, as he sees himself. Okay. Uh, how does God see you? Is this your first time here? Yep. Oh, welcome, man. What's your first name? Luke. Any questions for me? No, not yet. Okay. How does God see you? Uh, I think as like the prodigal son from the story in the Bible where um, you kind of start out lost, and you're doing all this stuff you shouldn't be doing. But um, he sees you as his child, and he loves you and can't wait for you to come back. So he sees you as his child, he loves you, and can't wait for you to come back? Yeah. Okay, have you gone back yet? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my way. <laughs> you're on your way back? Yeah. You haven't made it yet? I'm not sure, so I think no. But oh, okay. All I think right. I'm on the right path. Okay. Maybe I haven't walked through the gate yet. Which path is that that you're on? The path to perfect peace, I guess. <laughs> How long is it going to take you to get back home? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you could be home as in tweaking of an eye, you know that, right? Yeah. It doesn't take but a blinking of an eye. Yeah. Why don't you do it that way? I don't know. I feel like everybody says home's in a different direction. No, so don't I'm, go all the different directions. Yeah. Straight and narrow path. Well, I agree with you. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I was dating this girl, and she was a seventh day It's always a girl. What was that? It's always a girl. Yeah, so she I don't know. I was, raised a Catholic. Adventist, I was raised a Catholic, and she's Seventh-day Adventist. Right. Um, and they have all these rules. And, 
like you break a rule, and they say you're you're like sinning against God if you I don't know eat pork or like if you twerk eat pork <laughs> oh eat, eat pork. pork they're like oh, they follow all the Levitical laws to the twerk. T almost oh that no twerking yeah so. I don't that know. should I, be a sin. You should make a shirt. Twerking is a sin. <laughs> <laughs> Twerking is a sin. I agree with that. So, are you living with her? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, and you're not married? No. And well, so we broke up. So you moved out? Not yet. It's so a mess. Did she move out? No. Oh. I'm sleeping on the couch. Oh, so you say it's a mess? Yeah. What's the mess? We're living together and we're broken up. And, yeah. Why don't you move? Why don't you move in with her? Well, I'm hoping to move California soon, and I kind of don't want to get another lease. Where are you from? I'm from New Jersey. Oh. Yeah. And when are you moving to California? Um, I don't know. I should be graduating school in, like, December. So. You have a job? Well, I'm working at UCLA. Oh, so you are working I'm a graduate there? student, so I get paid to go to school. Amazing. Yeah, it's a good gig. White privilege. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't you move into a dorm, the dorm room or something? So, even then, like, it's a year lease, typically. So, I don't know. I'm thinking about more just... important to do the right thing, be right and do the right thing, or having a year's lease? Be right and do right, yeah. So, why don't you do it, man? Women need to see that. Yeah. They really do. They need to see real men being men. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, and so, stay away. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. All right. Any questions for me? No, I, I listen to your radio show and I listen to church, too. Oh, okay. I live down the street. Oh, okay. But. Right on, man. So, Hermes, how does God, you're a Christian, right, Hermes? A little lightweight Christian. <laughs> a little water. A little lightweight, little lightweight Christian. How does God see you? Um, I never thought about that, man, but I would um, probably is, I don't know, like wretched. That's the word that comes to mind. He see you're wretched? Yeah, I think so. Amazing. Do you know I think the Bible says wretched? that, like we're all rags and filth and all that kind of stuff. You think that how God sees you? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why are you laughing, Jeremiah? Okay, I'm coming back and forth so I can move a little faster. Let me see your Christian hand. Oh. How did God see you in the white shirt? Um, I don't know. You don't know? No. How about the black jacket? How did God see you? He sees me as his child, holy, righteous, and uh, set apart for him. Okay. How did God see you? Uh, Had you ever thought about this before? Uh, just now, when you asked yeah. everyone. How does uh, he see you? Like a diamond in the rough, but also like a man. And uh, because, like, I believe, like, if you're a man and you get married and have a child, then you'd hope for that child to be, like, uh, a light upon this world, knowing what's right from wrong. Okay. So I think that's what God sees me as. Okay. Kelly, how does God see you? Oh, hold on, Rafael. Definitely not perfect. He sees you as not perfect? Not perfect. Are you a Christian? Yes, I consider myself a Christian. And what does it mean to consider yourself one? That I do believe in Jesus. 
And, and do you believe in, so you believe in Jesus, but God sees you as less than perfect? Yes. And why does he see you that way? Because um, I allow anger to come in. Oh. Sometimes I, I listen to my thoughts sometimes. And it's getting better. Um, but I still, I still have problems with anger and uh, my thoughts. Um, are you doing a silent prayer? Yes. Every day? Yes. Every morning? No. Why not? He said get up early and pray. I know. I, I just get up late sometimes, and I just have to rush out. Oh, beta lady. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Suffer and die. I know. The thing about this, no, no human being can change you. Only God can, right? And if you're not going to seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, then you just have to suffer because no human beings going to change you. The Bible's not going to do it. No human beings going to do it. Only God can do it. How, how does God see you in the dress that won't, don't want to come front? I haven't ever thought about it, but the only word that I can think of would be worthy. Because, yeah, because he allows for me to, like, see him. So I think that I don't think he's just doing that in vain. I think there's a reason for that. Oh, okay. I got to move on to something else. So I'm going to let you guys smoke on that for a little while. And here's a question that occurred to me while I was driving to the gym yesterday. I'm rushing to the gym because I'm a little late. And all of a sudden it occurred to me. And so I thought, wow, that's great. I never thought about that before. And so I thought I would ask this. Um, um, in the church service today. So in uh, Romans 10, 9. Can you read Romans 10, 9? Randy, can you read Romans 10, 9? You don't have the Bible. Oh. Who can read 10, 9 for me? Frankie, how does God see you? Because of Christ, he sees me as Christ-like, as Christ. God sees you as Christ-like? Yeah. Okay. And what is Christ-like? Um, I don't know. Let me think about it. So God sees you as Christ-like. You know this, but you don't know what Christ is like? I only know it because I really don't know. But oh. reading the verses in the Bible, it says, because of Christ... Oh, okay. In his uh, taking away sins of all, all of men, that uh, when he doesn't look at us as as ourselves, he looks as 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 of Christ. I asked a young lady, "How does God see you?" Because I ask everybody now. He sees me as his little angel. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I saw you that way. <laughs> um, read. Uh, Romans. Uh, no, you don't speak English. <laughs> you have it? Since he already has the mic. Go ahead. Romans 10 9. Romans 10 9. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Okay. And so, did you, you're a Christian? Yes. And then you speak into the microphone. Yes. And did you do that 
You confess with your mouth? Yes. And what did you confess? That Jesus is Lord. And so in the Bible it says, if you confess that Jesus is Lord, and so you read that and then you confessed it, and what happened? My life no longer became mine. I, I became obedient to Christ. And what does obedient mean? That I conform my life to what Jesus taught and lived. You stop sinning? Yes. You don't sin? No. You don't sin? No. Don't let Reggie know that. <laughs> but no, I, I, I'll just, I'll, I'll have, I'll have to say that, that whatever. So you don't sin? I don't intend to, I don't uh, intentionally oh, sin. Oh, here we go. Do you sin? I would say no. You don't sin? No. Okay. But, uh, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, and Jesse, what I'm going to say is. No, I ain't got time for you to say all that. I'm, I'm running out of time, so I don't want to argue with you about the scripture. No, no, no. You, you I, it's not even about the scripture. I, you, I didn't come here to ask you about perfection or anything like that. You don't the issue, sin. The issue you don't that I sin, came right? here was for I don't the study. Talk about that. <laughs> you don't sin, right? Uh, no. You sure? I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I, it doesn't I, sound quite sure to me. I, I, I'm sure in as much as that, that those things that I knew frustrated God, I, 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 I stay away from those things. Do you but sin? There, there are occasions where I may do something that is sinful, so you still but it's sin. not to my knowledge. But how do you so, know it's sinful then? Because someone, someone may notice it. Like, for example, you bear false witness against me to say that oh, I Lord, came here for that. Move. I mean, with the mic. <laughs> I see that. No, I don't want to waste time with that. Really, okay. I don't. You guys handle that on your own. I'm not into that. Um, uh, you're a Christian? And did you confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord, and then you were saved? Yes. And what did you confess? And this happened before coming here, right? Yes. Okay, what did you confess? That I was given a living example of divine perfection. So, when you read that scripture, were you at some church or something? You heard it? Yeah. And it said, the preacher said, if you confess Jesus, your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved, right? Yeah, and there was some holy and, water. And, and but dancing. you had to confess something. What did you confess? That Jesus Christ was my holy Savior, and through him I was absolved of sin and guaranteed eternal life. And you confessed that because the Bible said, confess that Jesus is your Lord and Savior? Uh, no, mostly because I was in a room full of people that wanted me to agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, oh, that, so did you change after you said what they wanted you to say? Yes. You changed from what to what? From hopelessness to full of hope. I'm sorry? I changed from being hopeless to full of hope. Oh, okay. All right. And how about you? Did you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> baptized, and I was in the East Coast. Speak up so they can hear you back. Yeah, I was baptized, and I was on the East Coast, and it really was the hoop and hollering, and I just repeated what the pastor said, and he was so convincing because my pastor, he talked like this, and it was just everyone got all crazy and was great, but... At the end, it, I think it lasted maybe about a couple hours, and then it just it didn't feel anything. 
because I was just repeating what he told me to repeat. But then you felt like you thought you were a Christian though, at yeah. that point, right? And did you think that you believed in Jesus at that point? Yep. You thought so? Did anything change about you? Or? I, I think the judgment of myself changed because then I thought I was different and I, I kept trying to judge every little thing I did and I, I, I think that it hurt me better than actually helped me. It didn't really free me. It didn't really bring me to that peace and love. Amazing. Um, whoever, who else over this side confessed Jesus as Lord and Savior at some church? Oh, you did? And, and why did you do it? I did it because uh, I know I needed something different in my life. My life was going the wrong direction. Right. And uh, when I heard about Jesus, I heard that he can give me a new life. He can come into my heart. I believed within my heart. And then um, after that, he made me born again. And that's when everything changed. And changed from what to what? From being lost like a reef in the, in the ocean, a leaf in the wind, to uh, knowing which way I was going, that I was loved, and uh, that I had a Heavenly Father who loved me. And perfectly. did you stop sinning? <clears throat> did I stop sinning? According to no. God, yes. According to me, no. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you do it according to God? Because God said if a person says that, if a person sins and he says that he is a son of his, he's a liar, the truth not in him. Correct. That's absolutely true. Yeah. So according to God, you had not been born again, right? Yes, I was born again. According to God? According to God, Even yes. though you were still sinning? Yes. Well, how were you born again if you were still sinning? Because in my own uh, mind, I was uh, defining sin, but God defines it a different way. Yeah. How does God define it? Unbelief. Unbelief? He, yeah, Jesus said it himself. He said, um, when, the, when I send the Holy Spirit to the earth, he'll correct the world concerning sin because they do not believe in me. So sin is unbelief in Jesus. And so do you have love? Yes. You have perfect love? Yes. You don't get angry? <clears throat> uh -huh. I get angry. <laughs> I'm working on it because I was carrying my mother's nature for a long time. Yeah. And then I went and forgave her, and it's been uh, diminishing ever since. Right on. But before you heard that message from me about forgive your mother, yeah. were you getting angry? Oh, yes. After you confessed Jesus? Yes. So nothing really changed about you? Oh, yeah, everything changed about me. I had the Holy Spirit living within me at that moment. Well, how I, were you able to get angry then? Because I was relying on my own intellect, on my own experience as growing up uh -huh. and seeing the way my mother uh, reacted to situations i acted the same way uh-huh and how about your father are you close to him uh no i wasn't close to him at all he uh he died and i didn't know him that much that's too bad man but you've forgiven him right oh yeah i forgave him from my are heart you, are you married yes i'm married this is my wife right here oh hey wife <laughs> and so are you the head of your wife yes what do you do when you wake up in the morning mad about nothing <laughs> what do you do when she don't get mad about nothing when she doesn't get mad about nothing I just ignore it and let it pass oh. uh, I want to react to it but I know that's not right that's why do you want to react to it because the, the devil's right away in my mind and he's yeah. telling me to react to it yeah. and, I, and it feels so good you, to the flesh now do you correct her when she get angry and carry on um, not all the time but I, why not because it'll stir up a hornet's nest. If you corrected your wife, 
It will stir up. Are you running from that? Uh, yeah, I guess, yes. Why? Because I'm learning You're right man of God. Why are you running? <clears throat> you're supposed true. to run toward the pain, not away from it. That's true. Some, uh, well, what do you think will happen if you corrected her all the time? We'll get in a bigger argument and then fighting, you know. We won't be talking to each other. We'll be mad at each other, waste the day. Which do you love most, your wife or the truth? I love the truth more. And it's your responsibility to bring that truth to her because she can't get to God without going through you. And if you're not telling her the truth, how is she going to get it? That's, that's true. Um, yes, I am just right now. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to learn how to do that and uh, to be bold. And but she gives you all that. the opportunity to do it. Why don't you just do it? You can't try to do it. You have to do it. Right. Um, I guess I'm relying on myself. Still. Are you afraid of losing her if you no. told her the truth? No. Uh, are you, when she doesn't talk to you for telling her the truth, how do you deal with that? Do you, does that bother you? When she doesn't talk to me? Uh, when she doesn't talk to me, uh, it doesn't really bother me. <laughs> and I just... Um, I just relax and enjoy the day on my own. Yeah, that's a time of uh, prayer and meditation and everything, man. Um, so you're afraid to be honest with her when she's acting out all the time? Yes. You are afraid? Yeah. That's amazing. How do you feel about him being afraid of you? We're not big on confrontation. But how do you feel about him being afraid of you? No, because I don't look at it as him being afraid of me because him and I are a lot alike where we don't like to argue. But so when instead, he just admitted just, that he is afraid of yeah. you, so he doesn't correct you all the time because he's afraid of you. How do you feel hearing that? Mm, I guess it does kind of bother me Why? that I have that. Yeah. And what do you think about him being afraid of He's a grown man. He shouldn't be afraid of you. He should be telling you how the cow ate the cabbage. He does. He, he's, he's a man. But, and he does put his But he just down. admitted he's not. He's afraid of you. I don't know. I mean, I don't see that in him. I don't Women see, see that. Uh-uh. Yeah. Women see everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know when he's afraid of you. Honestly, I... I I really don't. Oh, you don't? I, because he's pretty hes pretty stern with me, and he puts his foot down with me. So when he says, I'm afraid of her, which is bad, mm-hmm. what do you think about that? Mm, it bothers me. And why? Yeah, it does bother me, because um, we've been together so long, and I don't think that. Are you married? You guys are married? Yeah, we've been together for 31 years. You've been married for 31 years? We've been together since we were 14. Oh, so you lived together first, and then you got married? Oh, yeah, we oh, lived okay. together. All right. Yeah. And so why don't you overcome your anger after all this time? Mm, I don't know. I've just never thought about it. I guess we're just so set in our ways. No, we're just talking about you right now, not oh, him. Oh, for me. Why haven't you overcome your anger? Um, I've the, Probably the last five years I've been dealing with, since I turned 40, um... My dad passed away, and just a lot of things I started um, looking at my life with my mom. 
and I think it really bothered me. I kind of went into a depression a little bit, yeah. and I just started looking at life differently, and I think that kind of just changed my outlook on a lot of things. Did you go and forgive your mother for what she recreated you in her image? No, I haven't. I just Why not? I just sulk in it every day. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you stop soaking and go cook the beans? Because I don't like confrontation. What? I don't like confrontation. But you got to, in order to overcome depression. I know. Because once you forgive her, you would never have to yeah. be concerned about depression again. It's not on me anymore. Right. It won't be on yeah. you. I know. My husband and my two kids tell me all the time that I just need to tell her how I feel, but I don't want to make her feel bad. <laughs> and so you'd rather suffer than to love your mother in the right way? Uh, yeah. Amazing. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. I don't want to make her feel bad. Satan got you. I know. No wonder you're scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> won't you go with her to deal with her mother? I'll go with her, but she's never asked he me. He would. To go, but she, yeah. she doesn't want to do it. Like she said, she's afraid of confrontation. And you have kids, right? Yes. She's going to screw up your kids. They're already grown up. She already screwed them up. <laughs> <laughs> Are they like her? Uh, yes. <laughs> you realize you passed that on to your kids, right? Yeah, I know. To his kids, too. Yeah. And they're going to pass it on to their kids if they don't forgive you. Yeah. How do you feel about passing it on to your children? I don't like that at all because I already deal with it. Yeah. Even before we came in here. So why not go and deal with it so maybe your kids will start to overcome when they see that you truly changed? Yeah. And then they may forgive you and then their kids will start a new generation. Yeah, break the chain. Yes. It's a spiritual thing, and it's evil just being passed down from generation yeah. to generation. I, I, I acknowledge that, and I, I do know that it is Satan in my mind, you know, messing with me because that's a weakness of mine. Yes. I, I, I know that. But are you that f- afraid of your mother that you won't go and just... Uh, it's hey, not just you her. Do I don't like same? confrontation in general. You don't, don't argue with her. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you just go to say, look, I forgive you for what you did to me. I know now you can help yourself. Yeah. You're crazy as a doorknob, but I realize <laughs> that you couldn't help it. I'm sorry yeah. for holding it against you. Yeah. And if she get mad, let her argue. If she start crying, yeah. if she whatever, let watch her like you're watching a movie. Yeah. Even thinking, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> she tried to deny the truth here. Yeah. But don't let her draw you into an argument. Yeah. And then you forgive her, you go your way, yeah. and you'll be free. Yeah. Because God will forgive you. When you forgive her, she doesn't have to apologize or anything. Mm-hmm. And you're not hurting her feelings. She doesn't want to hear the truth. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So you should love her enough to mm-hmm. talk to her so maybe that truth will eventually cause her to change before she dies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think about that. Especially since my dad died. Yeah. Because if your mother died, you have not gone to forgive her, you're going to be the loudest one at the funeral. <laughs> Land all over the casket. Oh, mama. Yeah, I know. And your I husband's going to hold you back. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to forgive because you messed up your kids now yeah. already. Yeah, I, And they I, have I, a chance now if you yeah. forgive your mother. Yeah, I believe exactly what you're saying because I see it. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. Have you apologized to your children for screwing up their lives? No. <laughs> No wonder you scared. <laughs> oh, y'all scared of her. Because I never thought about it like that. 
Oh, you know, have not, so, not yeah. mentioned to you. It's we, nice to hear another person's perspective. Yeah. Because I just hear my husband and my kid's perspective all the time. Right. You know. Will you now apologize to your kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will. Because your mother recreated you in her image. You have recreated your kids in your image. And then your son's going to start wearing earrings. <laughs> I'll cut his ear. I'll cut his ears off. <laughs> so what now? I'm just saying blessings. Thank you. Oh, right. Uh, have you forgiven? Go here with the mic. Hold on to the mic. Hey, bring it back here. And he has one. I'm not done with her yet. Okay. That was a beautiful story, by the way. Have you forgiven your mother? Yeah, absolutely. You went to her? Forgive and forget is the best way to Did do you it. tell her that? Absolutely. What did you tell her? My mother? Uh-huh. I've always showed my mother love, and we've really never had massive arguments to the point where I needed to separate myself from her. But, you know, in the terms of what she's going through with respect to other family members I have had disagreements, it's always good to go to them and, and, and do the best you can to, to forgive her. So did you go to your mother and tell her you're sorry for being angry at her for the way she is? Absolutely, always. And what did she say when you said I, I try sorry? not to leave my mother or go to sleep at night in an argument with my mother. Why not? It's just that, you know, I only have one mother. and That's all you're supposed to have. I know, but I don't, want to, I don't want to create any unwanted anxiety in my mother now that she's older. How old is she? She's 70. And so, is that old? In terms of... So, no, I'm no. old enough to be your daddy? Six. I'm 70. Oh, you look good. Oh, does your mother look good? No, she's, she's failing a little bit. Oh, you know Why? You need to go and forgive her so maybe she'll wake up and overcome that anger before she dies. Yes. You should let her die in that, because if she die with that anger, ain't no telling where she's going. But she's good. No, no person's good. I send blessings then to my mother, yes. If you send blessings to her, go and show her real love by being honest with her Always. about the way she is. Always. No, but you don't tell her the truth about herself. Your wife's going to beat you up if you don't because you're going to end up marrying your wife. I mean, marrying your mother. You become, you become attracted to what you hate. And men become attracted to women just like mama and they can't get away from it. That's why they become little boys with their wives because they never dealt with the mother. And so they end up attracted to women who are just like mama. And they become little boys. That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> Are you married? No. Uh, don't get married yet. I was married to his cousin. What? I was married to his cousin. You were married to her, his cousin? Yeah. You, your cousin was his mama. You think so? <laughs> he couldn't handle her. It could be. Yeah. That's why it didn't work. Yeah, exactly. But it's never going to work until you... Are born again. And, and salvation is about overcoming the mama and returning to the father. And so you have the mindset and emotions of a woman. I am sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. I made him cry like three times. Yeah. You made him cry three times? No, not on this trip. Elders. Not on this trip. <laughs> I think really well, not on this trip. But listen, in all honesty, I got an end, but. Really, to all of you, all of you, so, you know, you heard the, uh, the preacher say you must be born again. Yeah. Or the Bible says you must be born again. 
And what it means that you have to overcome your mother because you have a mother's nature. You had your father's nature when you were born, but now you have her nature and mindset. And so you must forgive her so that God can forgive you and draw you back into the kingdom. And you become like your father who should have been like God. But you will have, you'll come back to your boy nature rather than the woman's nature. You're sensitive because you think and feel like a woman. You become your mother. And when you go and forgive her for what she did to you, don't ask for forgiveness. All right? Go and forgive her for what she did to you, and God will forgive you. Then you can love your mother in the right way, with the right love. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. <laughs> Aren't you a judo person? No. Oh. Oh, you do that, right? How do you do that? And you... You're sensitive. No, I have sensitive feelings. I'm sensitive towards women. Right. But forgive your mother, you become the best player. Because you'll be conscious of God's mind, right? You won't be lost in your head. And you will see little moves that they can't see because they're, they're like a woman. And so, I feel good. Yeah, go and forgive your yeah, mother, you'll be, you'll be free. Where's your father? He's back home. Um, have you forgiven him? Yeah. You told him? Yeah, kind of in roundabout ways. Not directly. Not have indirect. We have indirect forgiveness what, type thing. We why don't you tell him directly? Just forgive him for... What do you resent him for? I don't, I don't, I don't feel any resentment towards my father. Right on. Does he think you're mad at him? Always thinks I'm mad at him. And why does he think that? I don't know. I'm a little nuts. You're a little nuts? Yeah. You're just like your mama. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) And so your mother, your father, your father couldn't handle your mother. And so likewise. He had a difficult time. Yeah. And so you have your mother's spirit in you. So when he come in contact with you, it's like dealing with your mother. You've identified with your mother. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. So forgive your mother. She couldn't help it. And God will forgive you. So will you get, you have children? Uh, no, not with uh, my ex-wife or anything. Oh, good. Well, he has a child. Yeah, I, have, I have a kid. I have one daughter. With some other woman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, once you forgive your mother and, and, and treat your father with love, both of them, you start treating them with love, your whole world will change and your child will have a chance. Because women beat up sensitive men. They try to, yeah. Yeah, they do. They slap you around. So you need to be born again. You need to overcome your mother and return to your father. (laughs) Any questions about that? No. That makes sense? God bless you. All right, thank you. Will you do it? I'm going to do it. Yeah, and don't ask for forgiveness because they don't forgive. God will forgive you and draw you in. That's beautiful. All right? All right, man. Thank you. And just say thank you. Thank you. Too. You got to forgive your mother. Otherwise, you're never going gonna to be depressed. You're going to be lonely. You're going to be sad. You're going to try to get a life from him. And he can't give you everything. Yeah. He got he to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you have to stay at work late. Yeah. yeah. And he can't cater to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, 
my relationship with my mom in the last couple of months have got has gotten better. I've been no, it hasn't. Where I feel comfortable, where I might be able to it's talk like to her. So you lick in boots. Yeah, that's true. So what? Maybe it's wishful thinking. Yeah, it is wishful thinking. You a coward. Uh, yeah, because Bain I don't. lady. <laughs> I don't like Bain confrontation. <laughs> But go and forgive your mother. You need to for your soul's sake and for yeah. your children. Yeah, I know. I need it for my own peace. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, the psychiatrist is going to put you on medication. Because <laughs> it does. It does consume my mind a lot. Because it, it bothers me a lot. Yeah, of course it does. Mm -hmm. But you, it's, it's going to be the last time you ever shake in your boots. Yeah. You would never be afraid of anybody else or anything else. Yeah. yeah. Because you have perfect love. Mm-hmm. And then you could be a good wife to your husband in the way it should be. Yes. That makes sense? Yeah. It's nice to hear from a different point of view. Yeah. Why, why couldn't you take it from your husband, the truth from your husband? Um, I don't know, honestly. I know I... why. <laughs> I know. Do you know why she couldn't hear it from you? Yes. Why? She's a daughter of Eve. <laughs> That's for sure. Because you hate your husband. I do. Yeah. That's why he's afraid of you. You beat him up. And... <laughs> but because as long as you resent your mother, you, you don't have love. Yeah. And women don't like men that they can control. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, he let you control him. Now he's waking up, and you can't handle that. Mm -hmm. You try to get it back, thinking that'll make you feel better, and it won't. What do you think about that? I think it probably sounds about right. It's Our amazing. life has changed. We've gone through a big change in the past two and, he and a half years. He has feel afraid. Mm -hmm. And he should not be afraid of his wife. Mm -hmm. And you look so innocent and cute, <laughs> all, all dressed up. <laughs> and behind that is hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It's amazing how women be looking all cute at the bar, right? And you get a home. It's hell to pay. Like, are you the same woman? <laughs> Where's the woman I married? Anyway, last word we got in. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, we, we spoke at the beginning about your, your biblical question from last week and uh, then the question of, is it possible to forgive someone who's already died? And you asked me to, oh, yes. to bring that up. It's totally possible because once you forgive, your, I mean, once you get to know yourself, you're going to see that you're not in control of anything, that you're either influenced by evil or influenced by good once you're born again, right? And that you can't help yourself. And likewise, you realize no human being can help themselves. And that will cause you to forgive them, knowing that you can't help yourself. Why hate others when you could help yourself? But so if somebody, if they're dead already, just realize whatever they did, they could not help it. They so, didn't want to do that. So do you think it's then possible to forgive someone in the same way while they're alive without going to them? Genuine question. I, don't, I mean, I don't, it is I don't impossible, I guess, but God said go to them. Right. And forgive, especially the parents and especially the mother. So that was, why, that was my answer to the biblical question, because I think every other teaching that people associate with Christianity, I 
I imagine that you can find it somewhere else in some other religion, some analog, but I've never heard of any other religion that teaches that. And but it's in the Bible, it says that if you have a problem with anyone, go to them right. and forgive them, yeah. and I will forgive you. And, I, and the first time I came here, you told me that, and I went, I forgave my mother, and I felt, you know... I Something so simple, I wonder why they don't teach that from the Bible. They leave that part out. They leave out the part about you could be perfect if you're a son or daughter of God. That's left out. Uh, they leave out you cannot sin and know God, be of God, because sin is the nature of Satan. They leave out the part, the simplest part, go and forgive, and then I will forgive you and draw you into the kingdom. They leave all the real stuff out and give you all the stuff that's not going to work. Can I try and answer that question? What, which one? Why they leave that stuff out? Yeah, why they don't fast. teach why that do in the schools, in the churches, and everything? Well, it says in the Bible, apparently. So I heard. I haven't read it this bit, but um, that Satan is the ruler of the world. Oh well, yeah, and all of those things are worldly things. They're things of the world, right? The schools, the government, the uh, big churches. Yeah, they're all and things they, uh, of the world. So they're, they're Pharisees. They want to control yeah. you. And because they want you to keep Satan. coming back to them for information rather than pointing you back to the source, which is in you. They give you all you need to know. They want you to keep coming back. That's why they keep educating you and give you uh, a reason to come back to get more. And I'm surprised that a number of people just fall for that. You know, they, so if, this, if God showed this person the way, why can't God show you? What is so special about me? That you got to let me teach you, but God won't teach you. That's not how he operates. But they want their Pharisees, their liars, their back of bones. They want to control you. They don't tell you the truth because you go free. Isn't that amazing? I am so out of time. How much out of time am I, Jeremiah? You know, he count down the minutes. <laughs> But thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I encourage you to do the silent prayer. Um, Silentprayer.video. Don't forget to support us. We have to move by the end of December out of this building. So we're looking for a lease building or if you'd like to donate one. Uh, What other announcement, Hermes? That's it. Um, That's it. And thank you all. What? merchandise and books and all kind of stuff, all right? And we also have the best counseling service on this side of heaven, and we counsel anywhere in the world. So if you need counseling, let us know. All right, thank you for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. I absolutely appreciate it.